Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. I hope this episode gets posted. They'll get posted eventually, it's just when. Yeah. I mean, the Halloween episode, probably once we get past legalities and stuff. Probably looking at Thanksgiving. Oh, least. man. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought... That, that seems early. That seems early. The Halloween episode to be released on Thanksgiving, that yeah. seems like an early release. But, uh... I, I, I do owe you an apology for that one. Um, just two weeks ago, we sat down to record the shows that me and Frankie host. And I was like, oh, crap, I need to release the Halloween episode. And then today, I sat down to finally release the, like, 20 episodes <laughs> I've been sitting on. And went, oh crap! I have to release the Halloween episode. <laughs> uh, but it okay. is all it is all finished, other than the Halloween theme being plugged in. Okay. So, probably by Sunday. Okay. You know that's fine. Uh, we just won't call. It, we'll call it a horror fest, not a Halloween episode. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good hey, idea. It didn't really all center around Halloween. Yeah, this any time of year is a good time for horror. That's exactly. what. That's what Wes Craven always said. That's why you're on the show, Dan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we're back with the reel in the turtle shell. It's been a long, literally, I don't, and I don't know when the, the mother episode went out. That was mother. I can it that has a, to have been September. Yeah. The mother thing was a while ago. I mean, that was like, oh no, October. This is October 3rd. Oh, was when October. the, was when our last episode was posted. It's not bad. Um, it's the ninth, ninth <laughs> of November. Um, yes. So. Uh, Frankie, I know you wanted to jump into uh, Thor uh, Thor Ragnarok discussion, but really quick, I mentioned on the uh, last episode of uh, Let's Talk About It that, um, and it seems appropriate with our last episode being the Mother discussion, uh, Mother has an official release date for home video. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's sometime before Christmas. It's, I want to say December 19th when like everything else is getting released. Okay. Basically Just everybody's, for everybody's dumping all of their like fall releases on DVD like the day before Halloween or Christmas basically. So yeah, I think like there's a ton of stuff coming out on like Tuesday the 19th, I think. It's going to be a Blu-ray or is that going to get a 4K? <laughs> no, it's getting a 4K release. Uh, the... it's getting a standard Blu-ray release. Just and it'll be on digital like three weeks before that. Jennifer as if she's actually in your house. Wow. Um, I think it would be, and, and it has, uh, Atmos support, but I don't, I don't know if I have, I don't have, uh, Atmos, uh, sound, uh, um, set up. Well, I'd be, I'd watch that movie again with director co- commentary. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I would too. I hope there's one on here, but I really like the cover art. They went with the, um, like the painted ver- poster of her. It cuts out like it's, it, it's just like from the shoulders up, but it's that oh, really cool, cool like painting that there was. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I probably will buy. I this. think that's a good choice. Um, Watch it for some reason again. <laughs> oh, dude, it was like even better the second time I saw really? it. Yeah, December nineteenth. I am excited to watch it again. Um, we might have to have a live. Uh, I brought up the idea of doing like live commentaries for this show. Oh, yeah, like we, a new idea. We should do one. We for should the, do that for mother. mother. Yeah, I'd be totally down for that. Yeah. That would be super cool. Um, oh, it looks like the only special features they have on it right now are two featurettes. There's one called Mother, the Downward Spiral, and the other is the Makeup Effects of Mother. 
no commentary? Come on. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there will be more coming uh, later, but uh, it's Paramount is released, and Paramount doesn't usually include a ton of special features, unfortunately. They don't. Um, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have this is a good insight there, Dan. Huh. Um, well, that's cool. I'm I trying not to derail the show for once. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Mother... Uh, 4K. I will try and buy that. Ooh, and as I'm looking at Blu-ray.com, Kingsman the Golden Circle was just announced for home video December 12th hmm. on 4K and regular Kingsman Blu-ray. Man. Um, with all, and I guess this is pretty standard for Fox. They just do a whole bunch of like, they do like a featurette block. Yeah. So it's like they'll have a topic and then like 12 featurettes that kind of go into that. Uh, and then. I Black like King- I like Kingsman too, but not as much as Kingsman one. Never saw it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked Elton John. Oh yeah, he was great. That part um, was great. I thought it was. I thought it was about as good as the first. Maybe not quite, but I didn't. It like, was pretty close it, compared to Samuel L. Jackson, Julianne Moore. I didn't like Julianne Moore as much, and I love Julianne oh, I agree. Moore. I yeah, agree. As an actress and everything she's done, I just didn't buy her as much. But I didn't like. She wasn't wrong either I, when she was like. Mm. Why is alcohol legal and yeah. drugs are not? It, but okay, so that's coming out December twelfth, which is the week before Mother. I probably will wait on that. Um, Interstellar is getting a four K Blu Ray on December nineteenth. Oh no, uh, Frankie, that's dangerous for you. Oh, I know, but that was looks so good in four K. Uh, what else got? What else is getting big? Uh, um, I guess it's the only other major huge one. Uh, that I'm seeing at least on the Blu-ray.com feed. Ryan Johnson set to create a new Star yep. Wars trilogy. Dude, I'm stoked for that. They must have a lot of faith in him because that movie. They I, must. They, uh, they've probably seen it, but their general audience hasn't seen the movie yet. Yeah, but we are a month away. Month and oh man, eight yeah. days away. I've already got my ticket. So do you? Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm terribly concerned about it right now. Um. So. Yeah, and obviously I won't necessarily read this right now, but uh, Joe, but they're saying it's not—it's a trilogy not involved with the Skywalkers. Johnson will be will create a brand new Star Wars trilogy, the first of which he is also set to write and direct with longtime collaborator Ram Bergman on board to produce. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with the and like theoretically the end of the Skywalker yeah. saga. So they're not saying this is the next trilogy after whatever happens with this the- isn't this isn't episode well it's not necessarily episode say 10 through 12 yeah okay it could, it's just his own side thing okay and they haven't established when in the time frame could be after could be before hmm. interesting but i like so it's like three linked anthologies yeah probably establishing hmm. new characters and I'm totally on board for them doing movies in Star Wars universe not involved with the Skywalkers. Yeah, their po- the possibilities are absolutely endless. Yeah. I think people would like to see a proper like Rebels movie. Yeah. Um that'd be cool. Like stuff based on the cartoon. I I almost don't want them to focus on the, this galactic uh this period. Like mm. I I feel like yeah, it's been done and we've had years of the canon or the legacy books and with Rebel and stuff, I'd like to see them do something different. Maybe tell a smaller story, just or something else. Just we don't have to have it revolve around the Empire versus the Republic. Yeah, it's like how did pod racing get started? That that's the origin <laughs> movie you want. Jar Jar Binks, hero. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, he did Looper, right? Yes. And that's the thing too is that 
this news, I mean, it's exciting. I'm sure he's beside himself. Oh, yeah. Um, cause he's li- literally living every little kid's dream. Um, especially a kid like him who, you know, grew up loving the kind of stories that he's, you know, come to create sci you know, really great sci-fi stories and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but man, to, like, I can't imagine wanting to lock yourself as a director into that system for theoretical, like, if he's on for three movies. That's a decade. Ten years. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I since I'm not a director, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm a fan first and foremost. Yeah, like, that's I fair. would do that all day. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. You you are locked. Like here, there are parameters. You can create stuff, but uh, I got for my birthday. I got this gift card. Um, I bought Outlaw Samurai, and Ryan Johnson said that movie. It's I got the Criterion Blu-ray of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that movie and then he said two other ones inspired the last jedi he said yeah i used to i'm i saw that article and i remember making a list of those movies and i think i lost the list so i'll have to look it up i have it on my um amazon list but outlaw samurai he specifically said what inspired the lightsaber scenes like well gotta watch this yeah then there's hitchcock film and another older one birds it's not birds uh was it the third no was it 39 steps yes I think it might have been the 39 steps. I can look it, it up, dude. Uh, yeah, well, look it up and tell us because I'll as be long interested as Dan's in that internet movie. doesn't fight me like it does every week. Um, hey, man, get that unlimited data. <sighs> I wish. But, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm super stoked. And, um, <sighs> yeah. And I guess, you know, at the time of this recording, and hopefully it'll be, you know, this will be out in time, but, uh, Justice League is coming. I got, um, uh, Mame. Mame. very soon. I got early screenings just for by a couple of day, so I get to see that movie on Monday. See all this. North, North, maybe I, th- I want to Tuesday. Say yes. No, I thought it was Monday. I'll have to look. I'm again. going to Tuesday. Uh, I'm not going at all. So twelve o'clock high, starring Gregory Pack. That's yeah, one of them. Yeah, that's right. And to catch a thief. Okay. And then Outlaw Samurai, like I said. So those are the three. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, those are classics, all three of those. So that's kind of exciting to know that he's done his homework and bringing, you know, some of that sensibility to Star Wars. It'll be, I, I, I think it's got potential to be as good, if not better than Force Awakens. <laughs> Dare you say best Star Wars movie of all time? He that's what not, I, that's what I was thinking. You cannot say that. That's what I was thinking. Wow. Cause I mean, like, like, look at it. You've got almost the trailer alone is like the best stuff ever. I don't know. <laughs> I've got to say, I, I don't. It wasn't as good to me as the Force Awakens one, just because it was so new. Th- that's <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. The very, the very first teaser for Force Awakens that came out like a year before the movie came out. Have you felt it? Oh my god! And that yeah. was like when the when the Falcon comes out. He's like, Chewie, we're home. The Millennium Falcon comes out. Oh my god. That was crazy. Joey, we're home. I feel like I can safely say this is going to be the best Star Wars movie featuring Porks. That's probably a fairly accurate it's assumption. So far. Because, yeah, because what if the next one has Porks, too? Still going to say this one's better. Okay. But we have, yeah, Ryan Johnson did that one, then J.J. A- Abrams coming back. He's, He's coming back for... The nine. Episode he is eight. doing episode nine. Oh, that's did right. Did you know J.J. Abrams... Directed an episode of The Office? Yes. No, I did not know I that. Yeah, it was crazy. Huh. Uh, my wife's 
rewatching it all. And I walked in and it was like tricked by J.J. Abrams. I was like, what? Is that the same? But then George R. R. Martin apparently wrote in this, like three pages of an X-Men book once too. Yeah. Yeah. Small world. It's crazy. Um, speaking of comic books, I know this is limited addiction talk, but, uh, Bendis going to DC is big news. Yeah. Huge news. Uh, he's been writing comics pretty much my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Marvel, mm-hmm. you say. Yeah, that's I know that's a huge loss for Marvel and a big get for DC. I don't but know. I know everybody's yeah. like, I don't you know didn't if it's read a, Civil War too. I don't know if it's a loss. Like I feel like Bendis really has influenced what Marvel is today. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited for him. I bet he's been wanting to do this, and he's t- like touched every character he can with Marvel. Yeah, that's awesome. But that's exciting that he'll kind of essentially be the godfather of everything now. Yeah, Bendis does well when he gets really long runs. So DC smart to get him for years and. If they're smart, just kind of let him do his own thing. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so that probably brings us to our Thor discussion, speaking of comic books and Marvel and Brian Michael Bendis. It's true. Um, Thor Ragnarok was a movie. It was. That uh, came out. As Guardians of the Galaxy. As Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't heard that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Did you just make up that? I I I swear I saw it somewhere. I can't claim like I did. I don't know. It had to have been on Twitter or something. I'll give you credit for it. Yeah, you can, but I will quickly say I don't think I came up with that. <laughs> but yeah, as Guardians of the Galaxy. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, the, uh, directed by Taika Waititi of yeah. Flight of the Concords and, uh, what we, do, what in we do in the Shadows fame. And Hunt for the Wonder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. Or Wilder People. I would say it wrong. Uh, he also apparently had a role in Green Lantern, which I totally forgot about. Yeah. Um, and apparently he said that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this or not, but he said that there is technically a DC Marvel crossover. Yeah, did you see, did you see that? There's a shake weight in Green Lantern, and the same exact shake weight is in yes. Thor Ragnarok. Yes. So yeah. Uh, is it actually in Green Lantern the movie? Like, is it is it seen in the movie? I believe so. Yeah. He's the friend of Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern movie. Right. Because because the interview I read, I thought he said that uh, he. Or I guess I'd listened to him on a podcast. He said that it, when he did Green Lantern and like made a ton of money for doing it, he just bought like, he said he was up one night, like at three in the morning, just watching like infomercials and shit. And he goes, and he just had this idea as like, I'm just going to buy everything <laughs> that I see on this infomercial. So he just like <laughs> called every number and like <laughs> soon got all of this crap that he was like, I'm never going to use this or need this. Yeah. But, and then that, and one of the things he got was the shake weight. Okay. That uh, he, he put in the. Idea. That's the worst idea. <laughs> Shake. And he uh, he put it in uh, in the uh, the movie yes. in the Thor. But that's a pretty funny moment when uh, Scourge, played by Carl Urban, is yeah. uh, showing off all of his <laughs> accoutrement that he's picked up from around his and his exploits and all that. Man, I, what a fun movie! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I got to tell you, it's grown on me significantly since I've been removed from it. Okay. I immediately afterwards, I was like, okay. Like I was like, that was, that was good. I'm not, you know, I don't, I didn't feel like I was totally, you know, brain melted. Like I kind of hoped that I might be with, you know, uh, Kate Blanchett doing her thing, Goldblum doing his thing. Uh, and then of course, Waititi bringing kind of his goofy, unique indie sensibility to the Marvel universe. But I think I share a sentiment with a couple other criticisms I saw was that it, Kind of wish it had been more Taika Waititi and less Marvel. Uh, yeah, from so tried too hard. You think? 
I, I do. It tried too hard to be different, you think? To be f- Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I, to be mm. funny. Like the opening scene where he's with uh, Sauron. What name? Maybe Scourge? Whatever. Not Scourge. Carl uh, Urban. Not Carl. It's the, no, the, the devil. devil guy. Searcher. Oh. Searcher. Yeah. yeah. Searcher. Yeah. Like, Searcher. where he's like, oh, hang on. Just. Yeah, no, that like, was stupid. Like, and I hate when the Marvel movies do that. Like, they kind of, they, there's these big moments that are supposed to be like, you know, this is the, this is like the emotional climax yeah. of the thing, and it's undercut by a joke. Yeah. That's I, the worst yeah, thing that a that, Marvel does. That word's called bathos. It's where you undercut, um, really? sincerity for humor because you're afraid that the being sincere won't stick. So you're like, uh, don't, don't make fun of, cause they're afraid you're gonna make fun of something serious. Like, we'll make fun of ourselves. Okay. I, I I understand that, but that's yeah. But yeah, so the, I, f- I think he's called the mirrored writer. He actually brought this point. That's where I learned this word. And his big point is actually Thor one is the best Marvel movie because it doesn't. I've have, heard that. And he said that yeah, Marvel movies now have gotten to this trap of where it's just filled with bathos. They they yeah. they're too afraid to stick anything serious. And that's that's my only criticism with this movie is they never let it breathe any serious moments to stick. Yeah. Because let's undercut it with the joke, and. Yeah, there maybe was about 5% too many jokes in this movie. Yeah, there was some stuff that didn't work. Some stuff was actually genuinely hilarious uh-huh. and earned and it totally worked. Um, uh, I, I think uh, Taika is a great filmmaker, uh, very skilled, um, and always... That's what I think yeah. we were all hoping is that he'd bring some sort of fresh, unique perspective. And I guess in a sense, maybe he did. Um, but at the same time, his his sensibilities in practice at least in that format i think maybe i don't know how involved feige is on set with a lot of these things but i know that they definitely have a form he knows that they have a formula that they like to stick to so i wonder if maybe they saw this and were like well we can kind of make this work with the james gunn template Mm -hmm. and just kind of made it Mimic that more. Somebody so than... was saying they guessed that Marvel basically directed all the action in this movie, and Taika oh, yeah. did the dialogue. Yes. So they kind of just kind of fit like, hey, your dialogue can work here, but we got to push our action agenda. Yeah. I mean, though, there were some good action beats in it too. So it's. Yeah. I it was fun to me, but it wasn't my favorite Marvel movie of the year. It's it's up there in all the Marvel movies to me now. But my favorite Marvel movie was still Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, that's fair. And that's what I was thinking about too. Is like you know how I thought. I guess I thought Spider Man was probably a little better, um, but I don't know. Again, and I've seen like some other people I know that have seen it, uh, seen Thor, and that are like people in the film community that I respect and like people that I know. Yeah, uh, have said like we're blown away by how to quote to loosely paraphrase. You know, some of what these guys said was. Uh, it's kind of like a indictment of post-colonialism and like going above it's my head. supposed to be like yeah it's going over to, my head with this they're like oh talking. it's a super smart subversive like post-colonial you know this is subversive thing and it's like uh, yeah so I, I don't I don't know they're they're all too smart for me but um I mean uh, I guess you gotta if in that sense you gotta think about New Zealand and where you know Taika comes from and this meat he's dead I killed I will him. Give him yes they made me want to buy that character's pop oh Korg I love Korg yeah. he was great 
Um, and that was that was Taika. Hey, man. <laughs> My biggest problem with the film, it was a fine, fine film on its own. So they're going to steal the ship. Loki mm-hmm. sets off the alarm. Yep. Thor knocks him out, throws away the key. Then Korg shows up, invites him to come with him. Hey, man, we want to go on the ship. <laughs> We're going to get on this big ship. We're going to get you on a big come? spaceship. Spaceship. Okay. I just love that Kiwi accent. Yeah. Great. That's hey, all fine I... and good, right? Yeah. Then the big ship shows up. Loki redeems himself. Thor says to him, took you long enough. Now, is he saying took you long enough to get onto their side or to show up? Ah. Because if it's to show up, and that was all part of their plan, why did they show us that scene at all? Mm. That's, That's interesting. That's an interesting point. I don't know. Could be both. Yeah, that's, I was thinking about that after we saw it. I like, I don't. Had I totally missed that? There's. I need to see that movie again. I do. I would love to see it again. Yeah, because I mean, I guess Cause, the bad guys show up before the rebels do. In when they're the in the show up oh, in the in the Thor Thor locks Loki to whatever and throws away the key. Yeah, that electric the bad thing. guys show up first, and then Korg and them show up. Correct. Uh, I can't remember. I, I can't remember. recall. That would be the only reason would be that they did that so that the bad guys would be like, oh, Loki turned on them. We'll deal with him later. It's definitely they have to keep Loki. Like, you never know if he's good or bad at any point. That's you got to do that with the Loki character. Yeah. Because you can't fully have him be a bad guy or a good guy. So Yeah, it was just... Thor saying took you long enough through me because I'm like interesting if that was all part of the plan anyways that he would get on the ship with the other rebels mm-hmm. and then uh, come help them and why show us that well there's a lot of this movie definitely in post or however it was edited weird because their whole earlier trailer with Hela her first show reveal and destroying the hammer was in a completely different scene it was not seen, but background when we first saw this trailer. Yeah. It was more, it even looked like Asgard where she yes, breaks the hammer at first, but then they changed it to where Norway. And that, there were moments where the CG was not very good and that was Oh wonderful. my god, the yeah. CG, the, the green screen work. Yeah. In this movie. Awful. But there were times. I thought where, it was terrible for a Marvel movie, like. Yes really and no. Bad. Cause yeah, there were terrible moments. That scene in particular, very green screen. But I think the Hulk looked the best he's looked. Every movie seems to be getting better. Yes. There were scenes where it looked really good, but yeah, I'm in agreement with you, Ben. There's some really cringy, like, what's going on? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, what? There was like, especially while he was out, like in that trash pit. Yeah. There was an, like an exterior where he got, it's kind of like a, like a medium shot of Thor, like his shoulders up. And there's like stuff in the foreground and then the background. And you're like, okay, so he's clearly on a set with, like a couple of piles of like foam garbage. And then the background is just like, that was the most obvious background I've ever, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ever seen. Um, yeah, it did not look great, but it's, I have that bad as like when they're in a car, that's obviously not moving. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when the person, they can't see it cause this is a podcast when they're just flailing their arms on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. even yeah. though the car's going straight. Yeah. 
But um, well, I kind of have the it's. I mean, it's the car, comparison to Guardians. It felt very Guardians, and Guardians yeah. have, has those moments to me too. Where like this is on the set, and that's the thing is, I liked it better than Guardians too. Yeah, Guardians. That's the thing with these Marvel movies this year, because but all of them, I immediately loved them. But then Guardians, I liked it a lot less the second time. Like, oh, mm. this is not as good as I remember. Spider Man's the one so far that I like. No, this is just as good. In fact, I like it more. Yeah. Um, Thor, my initial takeaway is like, this is fun. I really like. There's a lot of fun moments to it. I enjoyed it. Um, but I need to see it again. Mm-hmm. It seems like a second viewing either what sticks it or. Because you get that initial high from seeing the movie. Yeah, you do. I feel like for some reason the Thor would probably benefit from another viewing. Um, now, having said that, uh, I also understand, you know, there are some other criticisms that are, um, you know, there were no stakes in it. And if you think about it, I was just sitting here thinking about it for a second. I mean, you know, you got to think about how, you know, which, if any of the characters change from beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, you know, they talk about, you know, a lot about the hero's journey and this movie clearly has that. So you've got Thor who's, you know, in a, you know, in Asgard. Yeah. And then, you know, he's confronted by, you know, this terrible threat, but by the end of it, you know, clearly they accomplished their goal of saving Asgard, but spoilers anyway, um, has been two weeks. That's my new rule. Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, but if we want, and, people- and honestly, if you're thinking about it, you know the end. You know how these movies go. Like even before you see them, it's like obviously they're gonna save the day. Yeah. But um, so thinking about that, like yes, like they, you know, he brings his friends together and they go on this, you know, this journey. But he's kind of still the same, you know, goofy Thor from beginning to end. Um. Yes and no. I have one point against that. What's you- that? Well, very much. If we're looking at the hero's journey, we have Thor, and he's grown a lot from even the first movie. But mm-hmm. this movie shares a lot with that first movie because the first movie he has his hammer, then it's gone. He's like, you have to, yeah, he earn, does, yeah, you have to earn that hammer again because you have to become a hero without it. Just like with Spider-Man, the suit, Iron Man with the suit. If you're not a hero with something, yep. Thor. In this movie, his journey oh, is I, I like the hammer. That. That's a good yeah, point. His his journey is he's he grows. He learns that he is not his hammer. He is the hero. That's a fair point. That's, yeah. that, that's my only point to argue that there is like the hero's that, journey in it. Yeah. Here's my argument with mythology as a whole, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's the god of thunder. Why is he shooting lightning? <laughs> you know? He's that's not the noise. He's not the god of lightning. Because thunder doesn't do anything to anybody. Scares like, he would people. basically be the Hulk if he were technically the god they of thunder. They did take away that beat. That would have been cool. Trailers are weird. I, I'll give it the trailers. There's some deception. There. I've been yeah. noticing that with Marvel trailers. Because his whole eye being missing was not in the trailer. His no, eye it wasn't. was there. Yeah. You're but right. the beat I wish they wouldn't have done in the movie when she's like, What are you the god of again? And then it just shows him thunder and like that was a cool point. Because yeah. yeah, that's where the Lightning. hero's journey when he realizes that like, oh he I can am, be more of, yeah. I am more than just my hammer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that being said, I, is he gonna get hammered back? Like I want that That's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> get that back. Um but I liked, uh, really liked Kate Blanchett. He does have a hammer in the Infinity War trailer. He does. But no, t- he's Tony he's will probably missing. make him something. Was it missing? He is missing from when they first find. I thought him. people were saying that he had it because the Thor trailer was already out, and they're like, "Well, obviously, he gets his hammer back before the end of the movie." But then people were saying that they just edited it in. To t- Tony will probably make Tony will make him something. Um, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Magnets. Um, 
Yeah, I lost what I was going to say. It'll probably be some goofy uh, thing that he'll give to him, and it'll have, like, it'll be like the Inspector Gadget hand. Yeah. So there'll be, like, a gun inside of it. There'll be, like, fucking, it'll, you know, it'll be like the, all have you kinds s- of, like, lasers and shit. The latest Black Panther trailer, Claw, his hand, it splits, and then it shoots a laser thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it freaks me out. I like the God, I can't wait for Black Panther. Black Panther looks so good. I'm stoked for that. Um, but, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's a bad guy. That's our boy. Michael B. Jordan's man. But this movie, going back to stakes, I think that's where Marvel now has to figure out what yes. it's doing. Because yes. it seems like they're setting these movies up where we're going to just kind of tread water, tread water till an Avengers movie. Which is, yeah, which is kind of a shame. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and people are starting to recognize that. Yep. Um, I guess for the most part, though, if you want something that kind of feels at least a little bit different, probably yeah. good enough. Um, there are some moments in it that are really something to behold. Like, uh, I really liked the Valkyrie scene. Oh, that was really beautiful. Where like, it was, was like shocked. super, yeah, it looked like a painting. Yeah. That flashback that she had. That was my favorite part ever because we got classic Valkyrie. No face. So they can still show up in a movie. Hmm. Well, classic Valkyrie, I, I don't, I can't even pretend like I know anything about Valkyrie, but she took over an Earthling. Really? The, the yes. blonde one we know, so Valkyrie is more like an idea then. It can take over anybody. Hmm. But yeah, it's a blonde, blue haired, or <laughs> blonde, blue, blonde, blue eyed Valkyrie. I think, uh, these movies are trying to stay away from those types. Yeah, I think so, but like, let's be serious though. Like, Tessa Thompson is she the best was, part of this movie. Oh, she was so good. Yeah. Make no mistake. Yeah, no. She is. She was terrific. And welcome and, cast. And I hope she's in Infinity War. Like, she, I would watch. I would watch a solo movie. Of, of course, the Revengers are coming back. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's what they set it up with, right? Like that's the end of the movie. Is the Revengers are all on that ship together? Um, but uh, so yeah, Tessa Thompson just. I mean, uh, Jeff Goldblum was a hoot. Jeff Goldblum was Jeff Goldblum. Um, he was. Ju- he was. Which I am okay with. <laughs> he played himself in like space makeup. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Um, Kate Blanchett was, people kept talking about, like, I kept seeing reviews, like, it was, it was, there were positive reviews, but like, some of the things were like, oh, she's underwritten, she's underused, and I thought, like, I mean, I, I could maybe, I could maybe see where she's slightly underdeveloped, but I thought she was terrific. Underdeveloped's not the word, underutilized. We have this yeah. Oscar award winning actress, and what do we do with her? She just kind of sits around and waits for Thor to come back. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I guess that's true. But she chewed the scenery and spat yeah. it out again. Like uh, she, she was, she may not be. She done. played it perfect. She may not be done though. There, there's a lot of points that. Oh, that's true. Uh, she's an amalgam of uh the Hella in the comics and different ones. And one of the amalgams yeah. is she is death. And if yeah. anybody knows anything about it, Thanos, he's trying to impress death. So. I don't know what her contract looks like, but she could be Thanos' reasoning in the Infinity War trying to impress her. Mm. I know it's a stretch, but I would like to see Kate Blanchett That would come be back. insane. Yeah, maybe they're holding that. And wow. Thanos just trying to impress her the whole time. That would be cool. Then we could see more of her. That Nothing about her performance. Her look was great. I believed her being villainous, just like she just wasn't. I would, love, I would love to see what they would do with her. Hella and Thanos together. Oh, what do we think about uh, the the Doctor Strange extended cameo? Do you <laughs> did you like that or do you feel it was kind of I don't know. It was okay. It I was liked, okay. I feel it was one. It was just more funny. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't needed. Yeah. But I feel like it was just like a. Remember we made a 
Doctor Strange movie just got released on Netflix. If you want to check it out, you check it out. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that self advertising, but I, I, I guess it's cool they're doing that with these movies. But it, I don't know. I I feel like I should have been more hyped on it. Uh, the my favorite part about it was that it's probably the most comics accurate costume of any of the yeah. Marvel MCU movies. I kept forgetting, like, oh, where do you get those goofy gloves? And someone's like, it's at the end of Doctor Strange. Like, oh, okay. Did you say that is true? Probably the most comics accurate costume yeah. of all the MCU movies. Well, what about Spider-Man? Nah. You've got the they, eyes. They That's designed a new co- what about, costume. What about Iron movie? Man? Iron Man's a piece of metal. <laughs> Iron Man wears yellow spandex and then has iron braces on his wrists. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that was like, it was Doctor Strange. Uh, and I hope, I, and I don't know, I don't know about this or not, but I really hope Scott Derrickson had a hand in the design of the costume for this because, uh, I remember how massive a fan he is. And uh, so that'd be super cool if he was like, let's make this actually Dr. Strange. Um, I like the Cumberbatch as him. I'm- yeah, I love, I love Cumberbatch in that role. And, and Dr. Strange for me, honestly, is probably my favorite of them. Like, I think Dr. Strange, Winter Soldier, and, Iron Man are probably my favorites. Characters or movies? Movies. Okay. First Iron Man. What'd first, you say? Iron, first Iron Man, Captain America, Winter Soldier, okay. and then Doctor Strange. I think are my favorite of the favorites of the movies. <sighs> um, yeah, I we'll, we we should top three. We should watch Justice League and then we'll do our list. We'll rank. Well, I guess the we superhero do, movies this year. We this should year. do that. Um, yeah, and I have to think Marvel wise where what where things lie, but you. Mine's kind of leaning towards what you're saying, Ben. They've done three this year, right? Yes. Guardians 2, Spider-Man. And... Oh, definitely the Marvel ones. It goes Spider-Man, uh, Thor, Guardians. Yeah. For yeah. Me. yeah. Um, and then DC did Wonder Woman and then yeah. Justice League. Wonder Woman's good. Justice League, I'm not sure. Looks kind of weird. I'm going to, I got to watch Wonder Woman again. Before. My man. My man. Oh, yeah. I watched Wonder Woman again. I got to watch that. It's fun. Shoot. I'm going to have to do that this weekend. I'm telling you, ever since I've been putting. Or Monday, mo- I'll probably do that. Movies, um, on movies anywhere it attaches to all my accounts so it's mm-hmm. just on voodoo and voodoo is proprietary yep. on my tv like it, nice so i watch a lot of these movies again just as i'm working out or just doing nothing sweet so uh, wonder woman holds up on a second viewing so does spider-man guardians didn't as much mm. but that opening scene is still really fun in guardians yeah i love it um I, I saw wonder woman twice in theaters and i thought it was just awesome so yeah. hopefully uh, the the Blu-ray holds up too. Um, what about oh, the real life Wonder Woman? The real life Wonder Woman. The, Which one? The movie. I didn't get to see that. Um, oh, I didn't get to either. Oh. I wanted to. I think it. Was, I think it's gone now though. Yeah. Um. Well, really quickly, I just wanted because we were talking about Blu-rays. Best Buy is having an insane 4K Blu-ray Black Friday sale. Wonder right. Woman is only ten dollars. If you want to get in 4K Blu-ray <laughs> Black Friday, Man. ten bucks. I think the first 4K Blu-ray I'm going to get is uh, Planet, ha- Planet Earth 2. Uh, yeah, it looks spectacular. But you have a 4K Blu-ray player now. I do ben. now. Again, yeah. What? what? Watching these movies. Target's going to have La La Land for $10. Yeah. 4K nobody, Blu-ray? Nobody wants that. I I own it, but I still haven't seen it. I it's pre- on HBO. I now. pre-ordered the stupid 4K Blu-ray, and I'm not calling the movie stupid. I'm just dumb. This is me pre-ordering stuff and forgetting. It shows up like, I'll watch this someday. I still don't know. <laughs> uh um, but, and also like, I, I feel like I buy a lot of movies like you do Frankie and, um, like up to this point, I've only bought like Blu-rays, yeah. regular Blu-rays. Um, and from what I understand, honestly, like 
at least the 4K op, like from the 4K disc, it's like comparable, if not sometimes even inferior to like regular standard Blu-rays. Um, at least from what I've come to understand. I don't know, man. Uh, if you have a true 4K TV that's HDR, yeah, I, you will see the difference. Even just go watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. I have. I'll tell you. I have. Um, my TV has Roku. Okay. Um, and my Netflix on through the Roku is 4K yeah. and HDR capable. So, like, I watched the last couple episodes of Stranger Things too on there. And oh yeah, like there's a more there's a serious. It's like to me, it's night and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, when something's running in one 4K HDR, uh, as opposed to regular, regular, uh, regular HD. And well, since it's streaming, it is compressed a little bit. If you do get a 4K Blu-ray, especially Planet Earth Two, it's not as compressed. It's like full. So I can't wait. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not like I'll have to wait until probably Black Friday to do that because I know yeah. it's like 35 bucks right now, and I'm not trying to shell out 35 bucks. Nope. But like. I'm not going to rebuy my no, collection. I'm not either. <laughs> I might buy, like, I, that's kind of what I was thinking about, uh, the, like today. It's like, I'll do Planet Earth 2, and then, like, maybe if there's, like, stuff that I feel like, oh, this would be awesome in 4K, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. But, like, I don't. Yeah, I would only rebuy movies I love. Like, if they did Star Wars in 4K, yeah, I would get that mm-hmm. again. I would buy, st- I don't know how many times I've bought in Star Wars yeah. in my life. Too, too many, too many times. But yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like I have a 4K Blu-ray player, 4K TV, but I'm not gonna rebuy John Wick one just because. Yeah. 4K. Right. Um, and the other thing too, though, is like you know playing regular Blu-rays in a in a 4K player. Mm-hmm. There's, up, there's yeah. upscaling, there's upscaling. upresing, so it's almost. Yeah. That's the nice thing about it. It is. Is that it looks, in some cases, better. Yeah. Uh. Even, you know, without having technically the, the, the native disc or whatever. But I know that Planet Earth, Planet Earth 2 is actually native yeah. 4K HDR, which is supposed to be awesome. And, uh, as long as I get this, my freaking internet at home going tonight, I'm going to hopefully get the, uh, the insects interactive thing that they keep talking about that they release for free for Xbox. Hmm. Um, it's a, it's an, inter- it's a, I don't know if it's an app or a game or what, but it's like a, technically it's an interactive demo. Uh, of the Xbox One X technology. Um, and it's, they offer it for free and you can like turn on and off like the 4K, you can turn on and off HDR. And I, apparently it's got like, uh, I can't remember like what the wording is, but it's like dynamic sound basically. So it's like, okay. you can turn on, like turn on and off like the way that the sound it works. Um, so that you can basically see the difference between everything, like how everything runs. That's cool. Um, and people are, you know, giving that a ton of praise. They said it's really, really awesome. So yeah, man, go do that. And my, uh, <laughs> let us yeah. know what that's like. That sounds awesome. I'll have to let you guys know. I'm still, I'm still sitting here like, man, why did I do that? But also like, I'm happy I did at the same time. So I'm just uh, having a slight existential. You got it crisis. for less. So you didn't just flat out buy it outright. Yeah. You got There's a lot worse you can spend your money on. Like, that's true. Like drugs. That's true. Like pops. That's true. Yeah, you have this thing, it's cool, and it's a Scorpio, so it's slightly better than just the rag- regular plebes. <laughs> I mean, the, the only difference between it and the standard version is the cosmetic outside. Yeah, it's just cosmetic. Um, there's literally no difference in the guts at all. Nope. Um, but yeah, so oh, hopefully I have more 4K movie updates. Yeah, see, I'm I'm a little bummed because when I bought my 4K TV, HDR wasn't as big of a push, mm-hmm. and then like 
it was. And I'm like, ah. So I don't even my 4K Blu-rays or anything I do, I know would be better on HDR TV. No, because 4K is. I mean, it's great, but I want that HDR. Yeah, it's nice. One day. This this TV I got was like you know I was looking for sales and on all that stuff because I was thinking you know stuff with HDR is probably you know between six hundred and probably you know fifteen hundred dollars and whatever. Um, I you know I'm not looking to spend over like three fifty if I can help it. Um, and I found one for I think it was I think it was three fifty or three twenty five. How big is your TV? 43 okay um and that's all i need um and it's a yeah it's it's solid it, it the roku works works well and i'm hope, hoping the xbox looks oh yeah man it definitely will just as good yeah sweet day yeah fun times i will get that scorpio and that scorpio xbox one x when it comes in white when it comes that's in what white. I, I told myself yeah i almost bought it i almost did Nope, stupid phone got in the way. <laughs> did you buy the the like? Did you do the two hundred fifty six gig? This two fifty six, yeah. So did you so did you spend fifteen hundred bucks on it? Like I didn't. Everybody else um, did. It is on a payment plan, so I keep yeah. bragging like I spent all this money. It just was. You have to pay tax on yeah. the phone, and it's more like I just had a birthday, bought a tattoo, like paid for a tattoo. It was just not a good time for hundred dollars to come out of my account. Right. Um. That's what I was thinking about on my way over here. Is like now that I bought this thing, it's like how like let's. I was like tr- mentally trying to budget things out, like because I've got you know uh, my buddy's getting married next year and and everybody wants to go to freaking Cancun for Ugh. his bachelor for spend a week in Cancun for his bachelor. That's enough for me bachelor not to be party to unfriend someone. <laughs> At least it's a week. Um, my so, wife was invited to one in Florida. They were leaving Friday, coming back Sunday. Gross. It was going to be four hundred dollars a person. That's for just to get there. They fly like there in to Florida. The rent and stuff, uh, yeah. For and that's for three days or for. They were renting the house for three days. Okay. So that plus that airline ticket. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's not going to be cheap. So like, but that's in like April. So like between now and then, hopefully I've got cash money. I think literally I probably have the cash to pay for it, but I don't. You know, I don't want to just fork over no that money. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I was to buy that Xbox One X, it would have been on credit, and that's dumb. Like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I've done enough of that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so enough about boring finances. This is yeah. a movie podcast. Yeah, what, what are we, we doing? Um, <laughs> this has kind of been all over finance. the place. This has kind of been like you know, throw a little bit of uh, limited addiction in here. Where? I've been um, shopping pops this entire time. Dan has been looking at pops. Has he really? You got a problem, time. man? Uh, hey, my cart was at like two fifty. Now it's down to sixty. Oh, that's good. It was at one thirty a minute ago. <laughs> but free shipping over a hundred, so Okay. Ooh, that's where they get you. I hate paying shipping. You're on Boomloot and you're not on franklydone.com slash pop. Yeah, man, they don't got the pops out. Man. Yeah, man. Hey, pop man. in a box. Get your pop in, pop in, in a box. box. Yeah, well hey, um, if they had the Kevin Smith pop, I'd be on there, but they don't. They don't have it. Oh, that's a shame. Um Trying to think of what else big in the movie world. Yeah. Oh, uh, Kevin Spacey's mm. out. Oh, yeah. He's oh, out. God. I he forgot. Got... How did I forget about all that? Man. Man. Because you don't want it to be true. Basically, just the moral of the story that we want to, you know, get out to the listeners here don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Like, 
But if don't. you're famous, we'll forget. No, no, we won't. We won't. Not anymore. Don't be a douchebag. Keep like, your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Uh, man, it just makes me sad that like these guys that we've you know we've looked up to. Louis yeah. C.K. Admire. just today. Yeah. yeah. What? He, well, listen. So Louis C. What's going on with Louis C.K.? Louis C.K. has kind of been an open secret for a long time. Yeah, I've known about this. Like it's been talked about. That's why I'm, I've yeah. been a fan of him for like a year. Yeah. So that's so people have known about him for a while, but. Uh, the New York Times is apparently getting ready to publish an expose like tomorrow. Oh, What's man. he doing? Yeah, he's, he's... <laughs> so what he will do. <laughs> when, piddling, piddling alleged, men, women, no, or women. I mean, either either gender, you shouldn't do it. But it's women, and it's like same kind of thing. It's a it's a power thing. Either they're yes. up and coming comedians or interns. Yep. He does really creepy things. I mean, grotesque. We want to get, but he like exposes himself to women. Yeah, he'll expose himself yeah. or he'll just, you know, he'll ask, like, he'll just casually in conversation, like, uh, you wanna, you, would you mind watching me masturbate? Yeah. To you? That, that was what I was trying to stay with like, saying, but yeah. No, it's fine. Like, yeah. this is so a girl, we're like, grown ups. We're grown- what, what do you it's, think you're gonna order? I was thinking about the chicken. Oh, you wanna watch me? Exactly. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, nice. I don't. And he was married with, at the time, and she was pregnant. His wife was pregnant. Oh so, yeah. my god. So like, it's like, what are you doing? Man. Oh, you know. I'm thinking Jim Gaffigan, so. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> well. Scared me a little bit there. Jim Gaffigan's still safe for now. He's safe for now. I don't, man, I don't know if anybody's safe, to be honest. Nothing's come out about Jim Gaffigan Frankie's for now. Not. Dude. Well. It just makes me so sad. It breaks my I heart, know. truly. And Kevin Spacey, Oscar award winning. Kevin Spacey. Uh, hottest, uh, Netflix show. Yeah. And, and, uh, that's True. another thing that people have, uh, have claimed that it's, he's also kind of been an open secret for a while. Yeah. Because he's so private with his personal life and this and that. But and freaking Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, I don't think we've Yeah. Said I mean, I don't remember if we brought him up on the other show or not, but, uh, yeah, that's just, and, and, and they're taking, the institutions are taking measures to yeah. make sure that Harvey Weinstein never works again. Like he's been dropped by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. He's been dropped from the Producers Guild of America and he's been fired from his own company. Like that's pretty, that's the triple whammy. Like if you're, if you've been dropped by the Producers Guild. Yeah. That all but guarantees you don't work in Hollywood ever again. You just need to go off in exile. Dude. That guy's got a, I hope he just crawls in a hole and just stays there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, uh, there's a Charlie Sheen thing that came yeah, out. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that. He was Cor- he was messing around with some kid. Corey ha- Hames. Back. Corey Hames. Are you? Yeah, that's right. It's a dude, dude on dude. I mean, not, I mean, Kevin Spacey, but still. No, yeah, no, you're right. Like that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. this is just. A, it's an it's truly an epidemic. I read a story it's, about Kevin Spacey where he found out like a grip was gay. So he, like, tried to get him alone in his trailer, and the guy was like, hey, I appreciate it, but, you know, I'm in a relationship. So Kevin Spacey tracked down the guy's boyfriend. Oh, man. You are kidding me. Slept with him. Oh, man. The fuck? And then gave pictures of it to the guy that refused to sleep with him. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I read it. On they, the internet. I mean, we're so we're is. kind of spiraling into like we just are the, getting the, just the we're getting weird, but but it's, yeah, it's this is it's, why I shop for pops. Well, the, <laughs> dude, with the Kevin Spacey thing, like the at, when the allegation came out and his immediate response, like the internet didn't at very. It was kind of a funny moment, but not funny, where the internet didn't know how to react at first. Like he's so brave, and then they're like, "Wait a second, did you just try and deflect this allegation to you coming out?" Like it was this really weird moment where it, like everyone praised him, then instantly did not because they realized his true motives. Like it's 
It's insane. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm actually mad. Like, <laughs> I, oh my God. It's, and I've been mad since the, you know, the Harvey Weinstein thing, thing came out. Not, not because he, you know, so and so got called out, but because like, you know, it's happening. And, yeah. you know, you want to, you know, as much as you kind of want to shelter yourself and think everything's great, Hollywood's awesome and it's fun. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it never has been, which is kind of what Harvey Weinstein represented. And that was just, and clearly the tip of the iceberg. Like, yeah. there is, it's truly a systemic issue. It is, it is, I think it's more rampant than people think it is. Um, and it, and it, it does need to stop. And it's not just in Hollywood. It's in any and every industry in the, on the planet. Yeah. Um, screen junkies, that dude. That guy. Yeah. That was kind what? of, that was interesting. Did you not hear about that? I rarely hear about that. Yeah. The honest the... trailer people, they didn't do anything for like a month. I forget his name. One of the co-founders of it, it came to light that he'd been doing this for years too. And yeah. Yeah. So they, they fired him and I watched, they just came back. I think it was about three weeks, three and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, and they, they posted a video like a week or two ago. Um, it was like 12 minutes long and it was whoever was left. Yeah. I watched that, you know, the people that are, I don't know why I always remember his name, but the other co-founder, then the woman host that came on fairly recently and one other guy, uh, Roth Cornet, I guess she's the, it said she was the editor in chief. Okay. Uh, Dan Merle, who's, I guess the next kind of big honcho there. And then they just expanded not too long ago too. Like they were just focused on honest trail and then they kind of reached out bigger and all this. I'm rooting for them because I, I truly believe that the rest of the people in that organization, for one, didn't know about it, and two, mm. does well. Yeah, I know that's the other thing too. Like it's this gray area. Some people knew. Well, and didn't some say people, anything. yeah, that's that's right. Like I think I think it, a couple of times it was maybe brought to people's attention, and I think it was reported. I think that's what they said for screen junkies. It was reported to the HR, but, but like they didn't do anything about it. Yeah, which is I think what the problem was, and I think. I think, you know, it ended up hitting, you know, most of them because I don't think they, the rest of them knew exactly how bad the situation was. Yeah. Um, I think they kind of knew he was maybe a little, you know, improper sometimes, but I don't think anybody had any idea that he, he had been, you know, doing it to the extent that he had for so long. Um, and it's just sad, man. Like, and with Kevin Spacey, like, not only is it just disgusting, like, what he did, like, and then, you know, he has the audacity to try to skirt the situation yeah. by, like, oh, I'm gay. Like, yeah, that's the, I choose that's to live life as a out. gay like, man. He tried to Dude, use that scenario. He tried to, to spin it to make yes. him him the victim, and it's... And that's what I was saying. For a split second, it seemed like it worked. Like, people were like, he's so brave. Like, nope, nope. 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 <laughs> I, I called bullshit on that immediately. Like... Yeah. Dude, uh, that uh, that makes n- that's no excuse <laughs> for what you've done, um, and it's such a shame because Kevin Spacey once upon a time was a guy that I would watch read the phone book for yeah. four hours. I mean, I would be ba- Baby Driver just not too long ago. I'm like, I just rewatched Baby yeah. Driver like a few days ago. Like Kevin yeah. Spacey, is pretty and good, it takes baby. on it takes on a whole new meaning. It truly does. Him uh, doing Michael Keaton on the Jimmy Fallon show. Oh man. Fantastic. His his impressions are something. I don't know what they are, but they're something. <sighs> Boy. Um, but yeah, Baby Driver definitely like rewatch Baby Driver with the context of Kevin Spacey now. Ugh, it's I interesting. It's interesting. Like, uh, I, I actually think it's a better movie baby. for it. Like I can't watch anything Louis C.K. now. Like I, no, I and I was never a massive Louis C.K. I fan. Louis I never C. K. was. But when I found out about this stuff, my buddy at work was telling me like, "Ew, gross!" And that I I've been. Not that I'm a hipster on Louis C.K., but I've kind of been hearing the rumblings about him. Like, oh, I could see it. I don't like it. But now, yeah, he's about to be gone, just like everyone else. 
Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the other, I guess this is another big, you know, one of the last headlines we can kind of discuss here is that speaking of Kevin Spacey, Ridley Scott's yeah. next movie, All the Money is, is called All the Money in the World. And Kevin Spacey was, uh, playing this this guy who i think the movie kind of took place over several years and it had him kind of the big like still that you see in you know online everywhere is like him with all of this old man makeup on um and the movie is done Mm -hmm. like it's finished it's coming out in a month yeah ridley scott this week decides i'm gonna cut kevin spacey out of this movie i'm gonna reshoot all of his scenes (laughs) with christopher Plummer. yeah and I loved them. Dude, and loved them the, the balls article. on this guy. Well, like, I loved in the article it said it's like if anyone could pull it off, it's Ridley Scott. I, mm, I, I would be shocked if they release this movie on time. There is no way they're going to release by mid December. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know how much work they have to do, but I would presume that Kevin Spacey is the lead of this movie. Yeah. So, you know, you and, know Kevin you know, Spacey is a name. Like, if he's in Tasha, he's going to be the star or at least a prominent role. And like two. It's got to be, it's probably a close to a two hour movie. Like, yeah. and then they'll probably, mm, and dude, think know. about, think about know. House of Cards. I, I've kept meaning now. I don't know if I'll ever do it, but I'm like, I'm going to get in House of Cards. I'm going to get in House of Cards. They mm. are at the last season of House of Cards. I'm sure things aren't resolved. What well, are that's they- the thing is they were kind of in the middle of, I think they had started shooting some yeah. stuff and they have since fired him from the show. Yeah. He is, he is, regardless of what House of Cards becomes or doesn't become, he, Kevin Spacey will not be involved. Um, and right now, I think they're still kind of in this, in this hiatus. They're trying to sit down and figure out what to do. Yeah. Um, and everybody's, you know, rooting for Robin Wright, obviously, because spoilers, if you haven't seen season five or six or five, I guess they're on now. She's president. Yeah. Like it kind of ends with her kind of. He steps down. She was his vice president. Yeah. Something like that. I, I got it spoiled because I was just reading all these articles. I haven't seen the show. And if you, th- and you know, th- when thinking about it, this past season is kind of really the Claire Underwood show. Um, which is kind of interesting. And honestly, I think it could work with Robin Wright leading the show. Um, but then you got to kind of contrive a way to get Spacey, uh, yeah, Spacey out of there. And he's just too, him. he's just too massive of a figure on that show to just kind of brush off in a one liner or, yeah, news uh, article or something. He's yeah, in, he's in jail now. Or you know, he you was just killed in a a good enough look like, and then yeah, then you just you take a extreme they, dig at Kevin Spacey, dude. Whenever they do that, in movies like, it never works. I saw, shows. I saw a thing that said Underwood that, found with boy. Oh no! Just take a full no, dig on him. No, Dad. No. no. Um, <laughs> but this one thing I saw that honestly I would not be mad about. It was a petition that had like uh, yeah. thirteen thousand signatures was to replace Kevin Spacey with Kevin James yeah. on House of Cards. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. I, I don't. Know. I wouldn't hate it. I truly wouldn't. Um, I, I would be shocked if that happened, but that's not. Uh, that would be something. Boy. Um, yeah, just so, a crazy fucked up world, man. The moral and, of the story is like this is coming to light, and you, like you were saying, it's it seems way deeper than it's. Uh, I guarantee it's far deeper than any of us realize. Yeah. Uh, so, it, I mean, it's really messed up. I can't, I always try and find silver linings to things. At least maybe this coming to surface will stop future yes. occurrences of this, but it does not take away from what has happened in the past and just anything that a victim has gone through. So it's a really yes. messed up scenario or situation, not scenario. It's happened. It's a situation. 
but yeah, it's so it's good that people are being held accountable. Yeah. Um, there needs to be, or there need to be, you know, structures in place to protect victims. Um, it there, you know, it, we need to foster an environment where people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, speaking about not just, um, issues of sexual misconduct, but just anything in general, yeah, really bullying and kind of just anything like that. Mm-hmm. We need to be more open as a people, as a society. Yeah. That's why, that's why I like, I've always kind of, I like to think I'm kind of a quiet guy. I enjoy my privacy, but I'm also, when I, when I talk about things, I get, you know, that's why I have a podcast. You, know, you have passion. I have passion. And so like, I will always say like, you know, if you see something, say something, especially in this instance. Um, it's just, it made me think of Orwell for something. See something, say something. Big brother's watching. <laughs> like, uh, but, but it kind of is kinda, in this case. Social media kind of is like, like, definitely if you see something bad, say something. Yeah. Like, um, I have, you know, one of my, one of my buddies stopped a girl from being raped at his frat house in oh, college. Man. Like, and he was telling me that story and that's, you know, I'll, good guy's my hero for that. Yeah. Like, Cause it's, you hear so many stories where that doesn't gee, happen. Dude, I, I just, doesn't that happen? Happy Death Day. Someone's telling me that, like the guy just the guy, it. yeah. So she thinks that they, you know, she got they got drunk and he think or she thinks that they had sex in this movie and then he's like, oh no, you were way too drunk. I just let you sleep and I was slept over here in this guy's bed. And so then for the rest of the movie, she like admires him for that. And so that's, that's... I mean, take that for what you will, but yeah, I just. Um... Well, it's it's kind of sucky because we're three white males. I'm half Dude, Asian, but I, <laughs> it like it's like you can't say you really can't say anything other than like be the example. If you don't, right. Yeah, don't. I don't know why we even have to say this. Don't assault anyone. That should be common. Just, <laughs> just, just don't just be. Just, just don't do it. You know, because people be are watching a, now. You're held a, accountable. If you ever thought about it, don't. Don't be. A, yeah, don't be a shitheel. Just you know, keep do you. And, you know, if anybody, you know, just do your own thing and people will, people will come to you if they want. Like, and if, oh God, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, it's a sucky situation. It's a sucky situation. Cause if you're a white male, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And not just white male, any male, any human really, cause it goes every which way. I can only just relate to like what I see in the mirror, but it goes beyond that. It's really, it's that golden rule thing, man. It's we exactly learn it, we learn it at school. Do unto others as you want to be done to you. Nobody wants to be a victim. Nobody wants to be have to deal with someone else being an aggressor, someone else being a bully. No one should have to feel these things, and especially with the internet and things becoming more connected, they shouldn't have to be. Like yes, we should never have to do this kind of thing. So yeah, see if you see something, say something. You know, be be an ally. Uh, be, uh, make sure that you're open to listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't, don't just kind of, you know, brush claims like that under yeah, the rug. That saying boys will be boys. No. <laughs> yeah. And so like, and the, that's not to say like, you know, the flip side can't happen. Like, oh, you know, sometimes you can make false claims and it can ruin somebody's life. Hopefully, you know, that's just another beast altogether, but. Just yeah. bottom line, treat others the way you want to be treated, like Frankie it's said, and, and just be good to just be good to each other. Yep, we're all just going about this thing called life. <laughs> We'd like to do it with it as clean as possible, without any kind of hardships. <laughs> I'm glad we got on our uh, our soapboxes. Social, social justice high horse there in the end. Yeah, we're not white knights. I hate that saying too. Mm. <sighs> all right, we need to end this. Yeah. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema.